0: Light me at five.
1: We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So
2: what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or <laughs> not. Light me at five. Like, where's the line?
1: Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you brought something to talk about. I didn't.
0: No, we can read we can read some headlines or something.
1: I am uh, I'm here injured. I, uh, I apparently at some point in time I got up in the middle of the night and uh, was in the bathroom or something. I didn't shut my door all the way, and uh, about two thirty a.m. Uh, a mastiff who's had an upset belly comes charging into my room and head-butted me <laughs> to wake me up so that uh, I could take him out, and he split my lip. So uh, at 2.30 in the morning, I was outside concussed, spitting blood, I, uh, while he was taking a dump.
2: I got to jump in on this because I think that's your fault. Why? Well, you, you have a dog big enough that can beat the crap out of you, you probably, that, that's on you. I feel like that dog's big enough to let himself out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's scared of the dark.
0: <laughs> you guys think I'm joking? That, no,
2: I don't. That dog, <laughs>
0: that dog probably outweighs me.
1: Oh yeah, he's he's uh, 200 pounds. Yeah, that's bigger than me. Yeah, no,
2: it's not even close to as big as me, but yeah. that's okay.
1: But he's, he's got like a 25 pound head, and I'm not sure fully. I I don't think he can see well right in front of his nose, so uh, he will crash right into you, and uh, I I paid the price. So, okay, concussed, spitting blood. I was out there while he was taking a dump. Yeah, that's what adulthood is, kids. Right there, <laughs> two hours before you got to get up for work, stumbling
0: around.
2: Did you go to work? We but was a, was it, a it was last night. was weekend? It wasn't last Oh, it was okay. Yeah. All right.
0: He's a comedian. It was
1: always nice. made the, the other day. I yeah, made okay. it the other day. All right. Day, he just blew the reality up. <laughs> Thanks to the world's oldest intern, who's working with some new equipment today. Yeah. Not that we're going to sound any better, but he's got like three more screens for some reason.
0: Uh, Mike, can explain that to me. He's playing Battleship on one of them. We
1: didn't have a budget to uh, fix <laughs> how I sound.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but he's got three computer screens now. He's got one. The biggest computer screen in the room turns sideways between two others. Well. Uh, in front of a video board that's from 1962.
0: Well, that's a classic.
1: I know. That's like a... What are those, Les Paul? Is that the guitar that's, like, in the Lake Michigan? That's a tube-powered mixing board. <laughs> He's got to order the, the vacuum tubes from Russia. <laughs> They're the only ones that still make that
2: shit. Oh, good for you.
1: <laughs> Thanks for that. I got to say, um, so I fucked up. I uh, I listen to a lot of Audible, right? So it's Audible okay, yeah. I got an Audible account. Sure, venerable old automobile. I'm like a founding father of that thing, and uh, I so I gave the password to my girlfriend.
2: Okay,
0: and um, nothing
2: bad could happen here, right?
0: And um, so now your feed is full of like Bigfoot romance <laughs> novels, <laughs> right? <laughs> Close. <laughs>
1: she's a uh, she's a scientist in a laboratory. And I started getting, uh, I started getting uh, some on my pick list. So she got, she got turned on to Audible, and she's a big fan now. And uh, so she has her own uh, Audible now. So she messed up though, and put a bunch on my wish list that were laboratory romance novels. <laughs> It was like, it was like, yeah, oh, no. it was like one girl, two
0: centrifuges. <laughs> it's called genetic material.
1: <laughs> it's love in a DNA chamber. <laughs> so. So uh, I'm like specimen, right, right. So I get this, I get this uh, little notification that something on my wish list just went on sale, and it was like one girl, two beakers, <laughs> and a tray full of test tubes, and all Saturday night or whatever. And I look, I'm like, what? Well, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't fucking ask for that. So now, because all these stupid programs talk to each other. Right, I'm starting to get Doctor Feelgood and his laboratory specialist are showing up on my Facebook feed and on like my Google stuff, and now like it's it's starting to mess with me. I see it everywhere. So like now I'm now every time I see a lab coat, I'm starting to get a hard on. Changing my outlook a little bit.
2: Thank God I didn't wear my lab coat today. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Can you hear me? Because I can't hear me at all. My mic. I can hear so, you. I can hear you. You guys hear me?
2: Yeah, you're plenty loud. All right. Here, let me fix it for you.
1: There we go. That uh, is that better? It is better. Uh, see, someone's got to tighten the test tube. We got, in the, uh... we
2: got three monitors, but it's the fist that ends the headphone it problem. Is. I
0: had a TV that you had to just smack the crap out of. <laughs> I had a I had a dog you had to smack the crap out of. <laughs> yeah.
2: <clears throat> yeah,
1: I still do. <laughs>
0: So cool.
2: uh, no, he smacks you back. He gave you a split lip. Now we know what really yeah. happened. It's dog abuse. There was a fight.
0: I know. Well, I mean, I feel like it was a fair fight. <laughs> you can't really beat that dog. I've gotten out of that dog's way. You know, like, it's, I was over there one time sitting. I was sitting at the table in chairs outside, and the dog decided it was going to walk in between my knees and the table. And it was like, well, I'm just going to get out of the way because uh, you are pushing me backwards as you do this. <laughs> yeah, he'll just knock. Nah, he'll just
1: bowl right through. He's, it's his head. If he can get his head through there, he thinks he can get everything else through. And nothing can stop his head. It's like a it's like a bag of concrete. Anyone who owns an English mastiff knows exactly what I'm talking about. I, I it's, like a, it's like owning a dinosaur, right? It's got a huge skull, very small brain, uh, you know, big belly, lots of poop. That's pretty much... You know, yeah,
2: that's a, you're a real salesman for that breed. <laughs> I love that dog, uh, man. Yeah. I tell you what, you're, you're right there. <laughs> it's marketing. I got I on. got home
1: I got home yesterday, and she was she was outside walking him, and uh, like we're like best friends, me and this dog. And he sees me, and he immediately boom, and and I see her just drop the uh, leash because it's good. He's he's drugged her before. Running from a car backfiring, like that's a true story. He's a big coward. But when he's charging at you, all two hundred pounds of him, and his face is all floppy, right? So like the skin flies up, and it looks like his skull's gonna pop right out of his mouth, and then it all then he steps, and all the skin falls down, and it looks like he melts to the ground. And but it's two hundred pounds, and it's fast, and it's coming at you. It is intimidating because
2: I thought he was gonna just. Break me, but he he pulled up short. He stopped. You say that, I think back to one of our old mutual friends would break me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, a little Mike yeah. Fisher action. Yeah, I'm
1: glad you brought that up here because there's no reference whatsoever on this podcast <laughs> for anybody to understand
2: what you're talking about. <laughs> no, there isn't. I just, I did say mutual friend of ours that That's true. Uh, that is pumped up. That is true. Yeah.
1: Broke a shoulder blade one time. We had fun with that. Yeah.
2: Fell off yeah. his bike.
1: Yeah. yeah, like a genuine accident, <laughs> like severe injuries, didn't make the radio show, so, so I spent the yeah. next half hour yeah. just shredding him yeah. uh, with his broken shoulder.
2: Yeah. There was a lot of sympathy there, a lot of empathy going on.
1: Speaking of, it's grudge match Sunday today. Got bummed to pick with Rusty. What'd I do? You have no idea what the trouble you've caused in my life, Rusty. How? So, my girlfriend works uh, uh, in a scientific scientific place.
2: Which, how did she end up
1: with you, by the way? Oh, that's another story. Yeah. So, she works nights, though. runs Runs in laboratory Mm -hmm. nights, and uh, she goes into work the uh, the other day, and and posted on the time clock is a sign that says snack of the day available from nine to seven for all your hard work and appreciation and then at the bottom it shows you what snack is and it says a banana
2: so that yeah okay
1: you know what i'm talking about yeah
2: i know exactly what you're talking about
1: where did you find that post
2: uh well it was on the interweb right yeah
1: where did you see it, though?
2: On the interweb.
1: You, you don't have any idea where you got it.
2: Um, I, to be precise, no. But it had to be on one of the places I always a meme, group it. Yeah, something. A meme group or yeah, meme group. Okay,
1: so this is this is what's funny is so she sends this to me, and it's uh and and, and she works nights, so she doesn't get there until like eight. So the snack of the day doesn't include night shift. And the fact that the snack of the day is something as extravagant as a banana, you know. Oh, yeah. And then and then the fact they shut it off at 7, you know, like that's it. It's just, it's, it's cut off at 7, so right. Nights doesn't get it. But they usually rip that sign down. It's never left up. So she didn't even know the whole month was going by. She didn't know that Day Shift got a snack of the day and <laughs> Nights can just go fuck themselves. Right. And uh, so she took that picture and she posted it to a medical laboratory group that she's in. Along with like above, it little explanation right. of yeah. blah, blah blah blah. So then, uh, like three or four days goes by, and then she she were talking about something would do with this the you know the pandemic and All the right. medical yeah. field, and uh, she sends me that, and she goes, "This was at my work," and I go, "You got to be shitting me, a banana like that's what you get <laughs> a freaking banana." So I shared it to a comedy writers group. Hey, this was uh, so after working uh, so like. Two hospitals, one are working every day off between them, fourteen hour shifts. It's 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 unbelievable what they're asking, and they were not paying. They're not offering overtime. They're not offering incentives of any sort. Right, and uh, uh, they're off, but day shift gets a banana, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, so I shared this, and I like, can you believe that? And then immediately, these uh these fucking internet detectives start picking this thing apart because it says eleven twenty seven on it. I didn't notice a date. I thought when we were talking this this, we were talking in reference to the other day so i i gave the wrong date when i shared this damn thing and then you had shared it so everyone thought i just plucked a facebook meme and then was claiming personal claim to it so then immediately i'm under siege by all these people that i'm making this up so i'm i'm like turning my girlfriend i'm like look what you did like what like is this even real and she goes no that's i i posted that she's what are you talking about She, goes, I, I, so it's now it's been two three weeks she can't find the original post she's internet famous on the download doesn't know she is you're sharing it without giving her credit i might add so i said i'm gonna get i'm gonna get to the bottom of this you need to send me pictures of you in front of your time clock right I'm like, this so then we can compare it to the original image, and then I can compare those time clocks. So she says, okay, no problem. So then she comes home and then she's I'm at work and she sends me, she goes, How's this? and sends me a picture of the time clock. <laughs> And I'm like, it's fabulous, because that's the time clock, right? Where are you exactly in this picture? I was like, I told you I wanted a picture of you in front of the time clock. I wanted a picture of you with a snack on top of the time clock. I wanted a picture of you eating a fucking snack in front of the time clock. That's what she sent me. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm looking at this, and I think it's fake. I was like, do better. Do better. Do better. So now I'm relying on her to go back to work and get a selfie in front of the time clock. No, right.
0: I, until then you're an until guest then guest I'm here.
1: just an asshole, right? That's <laughs> what I said. do to rip bits
0: off other people's memes.
2: Oh, this is plagiarism. This is, you got my name on trial here. <laughs> um, in my own defense. Uh, do I get the right to remain silent, or do I have to do it? No, not I, just, a court I, was, of law? I was really hoping you would remember I, uh, where, you, where you got it. I think I got it from a group that I belong to called Signs with Threatening Auras, but uh, I'm not sure. It could have been Mr. Yuck. You know, the funny thing been, is...
1: It could have been any number of them. You know, the funny thing is is that when I saw your your post with it, because yeah. immediately, so Brian makes the comment, Here's what makes it worse is Brian then messages me, DMs me, and he Brian Collins, uh, uh, a friend of uh, another comedian friend of ours, uh, DMs me and he says, uh, "Ah, that's funny. I saw that online," and I'm like, "What do you mean you saw it online?" So I go to respond to him, so I immediately attack my girlfriend and I'm like, "What is going on?" Like I'm being, I'm being gaslighted over here, so. uh... She says, uh, no, so I'm, I'm responding to him, but then I, I respond accidentally into the other thread of the comedy writers. So I'm just, I look like a flabbergasted old man. I look guilty. Now you know how it feels. I look guilty,
2: and, and it's all your fault and her fault. I don't feel bad, man, because I feel kind of famous. Actually, right now, you
1: know what's funny is it? it yeah, it's it's like uh, she's down low now. This thing, no one's giving her credit. They all keep screenshotting the thing, but uh, this thing is low key gotten its way around. Like it's low key internet famous. I, and yeah, it is. Uh,
2: it is internet fame because I got it off of. Uh, I think I it was it. a British group I belonged to, <laughs> so it got all the way around the world.
1: No, what if it? You don't know. That could have been going. It could have been going east.
2: I. I don't know. Maybe. I just know that I saw I, it on there, and I thought it was I think hilarious. I've
0: seen it with no backstory, just a picture that says oh, yeah. "there's a snack" and it's a banana.
2: There was yeah, yeah there was no backstory. No, no, no. no, no, no. Right, right, right.
0: She shared it as a yeah. photo, and then just did the little spot right. on top. But but
1: whoever shared it from there did it as a screenshot. Yep. They didn't do the share button, so she's gotten no credit for this. Although the second picture is indeed the same time clock, so now I'm still waiting. Personally, I am waiting for justice. I am waiting for this photo of her in front of the time Why clock. Why don't All you right. just
0: go into her work and get the picture?
1: I, I thought about that. It's in like, But but they're, uh, no one's allowed at her work because you know, it's insane.
2: a plank have to be a hazmat suit. i
0: have to sneak in there <laughs> okay <laughs> what's the, what's the problem again that's true
1: see i okay. bring food i bring food away i just want to eat off your time clock possibly the dirtiest <laughs> thing in your building that everybody touches on the way out i just want to put food on it and get a couple of pictures of me eating uh, cool. here's
2: here's the thing uh, nobody gave credit to anybody for it. i just found it online but okay. you know I'm, I'm more than willing to go back and reshare it and say. Now, what's going to happen then? Will she be in trouble?
1: See, I, I, I love the fact that you... I've been very careful not to mention where <laughs> she works this whole episode and that, uh, that, that you brought that out. So we're going to be doing some beeping on this. Uh, on this so, so what the audience will have heard is beep, 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 beep.
2: You know... <laughs> Jason, I'm going to ask you a question here. Did you get a list of things that you weren't supposed to mention before we came into the podcast today? or was I that, expect more professionalism is, just, from a
1: man who's been in the business I am, for at least oh, 60, really?
0: 70 years. Look
2: at where I work. Is that, is that <laughs> do you think there's hey, four screens over here. They
0: just went through a format change. Let them catch up. Come on. True. I'm That's having true. a fit here.
2: I'm just, I'm actually over here being pleased that I'm famous.
1: What is this thing? You, do you have a dry erase board too an easel
2: no it's just a holder it holds like ah,
1: stop. i don't have a holder
2: he doesn't even have a a, 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 a coaster to me i am in here i am in here alone all day long i deserve a holder really yeah but let me put it to you this way you two are the only people who have been in this studio with me for months nobody will sit in here with me anymore well, I think that has to do with the local ordinances.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's the fact that you're, you're now admitting the fact that we're violating we the law. We are
2: not violating the law. <laughs> Look at how far you were. I couldn't touch you if I had to. You are yeah, completely you've got across the arms the of a baby T-Rex. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. That's true, though. People are going to think I'm this little troll gnome being that sits in a chair behind... Causing trouble. Causing trouble causing because he trouble mentions things game. that he wasn't told he wasn't supposed to mention. No, so, no, no. When yeah. you
1: shared the memes. That one's easy fix. Yeah. i just have Ahmed, for <laughs> his first new intern <laughs> job, is to edit this episode. All right.
2: Thank you. Okay. Well, that was an awkward to pause. <laughs> <laughs> That's know, it. That's everything not, I had to talk about. You're not
1: really mad about
2: At me, right? No. It's funny. It's because
1: I immediately was under siege and I hadn't seen your share. And then I there I was defending myself. And then I was I meantime, here's the funniest thing is when as soon as Max said I saw Rusty's share, and I'm like, it's gotta be something different. And I went to Rusty's page and I flipped and saw exactly the same. And it was exactly the same. My first thought was this lime
2: bitch. going to humiliate me like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to come out right now and say I found it off a site that I go to to look at funny things, and it was there. Yeah, and I thought it was funny. No, that's t- what I mean. It. It's kind of blown yeah. up. It's it's, it's well, it. What has? Yeah, I, I firmly like. I I
1: have faith that I'll get a selfie from her in front of that time clock. We ought to get
2: know. a check from the internet, shouldn't I you? I I don't know how that works. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get like Bitcoin shares,
1: <laughs> Bitcoin, shares. Bitcoin. Yeah,
2: I think that'd be fun to have some Bitcoin. I don't know what it is. But. I think you use it in the dark web.
1: <laughs> oh, I read, about children a, I read, or something. Let's I I do a podcast on the guy who started the dark web when they raided his house and and uh, <laughs> uh, what was he called? The Silk Road or something? Was he? He didn't start the dark web. He started the most successful like black market site on the dark web. And, and he made he made his money in bitcoin.
2: And you 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 still know him?
1: No, he went to prison.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he got caught.
1: He's in a he's in a dark hole somewhere. He got caught? Mm-hmm. In a library.
2: Well, he, in a library in France
1: or something. Yeah. Yeah, he had been on the run for a while. He's a guy I want to get to know though. I I tell you his story is interesting. Yeah. Cause all he, so what he did is he set up a uh, dark web site so that, that people oh. could exchange illegal goods and all kinds of crazy stuff,
0: I guess, to exchanged and he got... Well, I'm pretty sure he started it because he drugs. was trying to get rid of some illegal goods. <laughs> yeah, well, it was drugs, as I understand. Like, he was yeah, selling it's drugs. It's not like he was just, like, this guy <laughs> yeah. that's like, I'm just trying to... I'm an entrepreneur. I'm just trying to... Just regenerate. trying to help people. I'm trying to introduce people that could do yeah. business. <laughs> There's a market, There's a market for people.
1: everybody. We're just trying to make a living here. Uh, with all these, uh, anyway, so he was trying to sell drugs, and it was, and he set it up as a market where you could go and buy large yeah. amounts of drugs, and then and then other people started selling everything
2: on there, and then he got a little piece of reaction, and
1: uh, it was an interesting pod. Nothing wrong with that. Interesting pod is what it he was. He just
2: sat like a spider at the end of webs, collecting. Yeah, well now he sits
1: like a spider in a dungeon, <laughs> just watching through. <laughs> the sound of dripping water
0: constantly in the background. Yeah. You guys think the economy is about to collapse again? I hope so. I think I just got this weird call from my bank which makes me think that like You think they're going to call you first? Well, um, <laughs> this is a great bank. I want to be part of they it. They didn't give me any info, mind you. Okay, I don't do I don't have an account with this bank. <laughs> <laughs> As far as as far as checkings and savings <laughs> I have a, I have a loan through them I financed my car <laughs> through this bank uh, uh, since I, I have said se- I have one of those too since I've financed this car um, I've switched jobs yeah and my income level has changed. Significantly <laughs> in, in a downwind pattern. <laughs> like, probably, like, I make about 30% less than I did Ooh, at my last job. Me too. Me wow. too. About the same, same percentage. So they, they call me up, and they're like, hey, just so you know, you've been pre-approved for our Visa card <laughs> with a insanely high limit to start with. Right. With an introductory rate of 1.5%. So, you know, I could transfer some old credit cards onto the. Like, this sounds like a good deal. And I was like, well, here's the thing. Since the last time you've gotten information from me, my income information has changed. <laughs> and they said, we don't care. We're not even going to run the credit. If you want the card, <laughs> we'll send you the information to sign. I was like, all right, yeah, send it over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like what <laughs> what kind of responsible lending is that? To when I tell you my income level has changed since the last time we listen, taught. they
1: probably still have first stimulus money they're trying to spend. <laughs> and if they don't if they don't spend it, they gotta have so many like ruptured loans. <laughs> so they can get they can get aid. It, it just, like, this mean, guy's not going to pay this back. Hurry
0: up and give it to him. I felt like I did everything I could to let them know that the <laughs> that amount they're giving me might be a mistake. They might <laughs> want to recrunch some numbers. I feel like... They were basically no, I feel like, like, like <laughs> stop talking, dude. Do you want the car or not?
1: I feel like you did everything you could, man. <laughs> I think mean, any situation where you're selling, say, drugs, weapons... And somebody goes, are you really sure you want to sell this to me? I think everybody has a has a more obligation to stop what they're doing and reassess the situation. <laughs> I have nightmares. <laughs> While I'm standing in line at the bank, do you really want to sell this to me? <laughs>
2: So you think the economy is going to collapse because they're offering you credit?
1: No,
0: yeah, because they're not even going to run it. They're i are just think, like, yeah, whatever. They were, they were just like, dude, just, I don't know. It's, it's almost like the lady I was talking to was like, man, if you sign this, I hit my fucking quota for the bonus this month. I don't want to do any more paperwork. Just please. can you? It's almost Christmas. That's you like
1: know? when the cop pulls you over for going like four miles an hour over. You're like, what? Yeah. You know, I got
0: one left to fill. And then I'm good for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost, you know I make less money now. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> what? You're still employed? Awesome! Well, that's a bonus in
1: your name. You maybe you, you want a Maserati
0: is. too? Maybe they're just extending credit to anyone who still has a job at this point. Well, God, I that's I need entirely
2: possible.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't. I've tried to lose my job.
2: A dedicated effort. It just seems to fall short every day. Now we're we're not supposed to mention where you work, right? So I don't make another faux pas. This guy.
1: This guy. I'm just asking. It's his memory. I... It's going <sighs> out. He didn't get the, yeah. the email. You're right.
2: You're right. I it sounds like some kind of back deal back back alley deal. Hey, you want this credit? Come on, man, just take it, just take it. You know, and they know where you live. So if some guys show up that look like big guys, you might want to not answer the door. (laughs)
0: It's it's actually through a pretty respected credit union in the area. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they like because my credit when I bought I I bought the reason I got the loan from them. I bought my car. I got pre approved through my credit card company. And uh, when I went to look at cars, the dealerships like, dude, I'm I'm gonna run you for some other places too. This place had the best interest rate, right? So I went with them, and uh, like I said, I've I've had I've been paying them for a year now. A year goes by, and they're like, "You want a credit card with a higher limit than any credit card we, you've ever had before?"
2: <laughs> sure, <laughs> so sure. You, I'm I'm, so I'm I'm used to disappointing well, people. I'll, you, <laughs> you know, my
0: ability to pay that's been decreased by about thirty percent. Right? This
1: comes with a membership to the Friars Club. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God.
1: <sighs> Has that been our time?
2: Yeah, it's good enough.
1: All right. It's good enough. That's what you get, listeners.
2: I got three screens. I can't be bothered oh, with time.
1: True. That's true. I usually try to help him out and look at the clock.
0: <laughs> He's watching Home Alone 2 on the third one. <laughs>
1: I, know. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. i only know he's just got a recording going on one screen you know that's where the, the one the, screen the, i can the see the
2: paint can hits the guy in the face Listen, that's hilarious the middle screen hilarious. is just a mountain yeah it's like a screensaver look, look mountain what i can do with this i can take this and i can bring it over there see isn't that neat oh my god he, I don't. It doesn't work listen. any better or different. But I, I, can do it.
1: Here's what I'm saying: is the justification. I don't know what has been going on. We're, we're recording out of a uh, of a radio station, and uh, the owners have been in North Carolina, I believe, in lockdown. And the entire <laughs> uh, music catalog has changed while they were gone. He's got so much new equipment in here. I don't know. I'm not asking questions.
2: Well, we were talking about credit cards earlier. I mean, that's... Everything the- but
1: mics. God forbid we sound better. <laughs> Why would we do some shit like that?
0: See, that's the good thing about terrestrial radio is uh, these bands don't go all the way to North Carolina.
2: Yeah. You're exactly right. <laughs> so, exactly kind of right. do
0: whatever you want here right now. They
2: are going to be fucking surprised oh, yeah. when they walk back in that door. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby.
0: It's been Light Me at
2: 5 I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. And I'm the world's oldest intern. Bye. Rusty Nixon. Oh, don't say... That was on the list not to say! Boom! Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Twice back. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Twice back. Not sure what we decided on for you, whether it was, uh... Uh, sage of the Tri-County area. I think so. Or, well, but, you know, we, we kicked around Imperator. That's true. Um, we kicked around all kinds of, of notions. So, I, which, yeah. which one did we land on? Do you remember?
1: Both of those worked for me. Okay. just so. Well,
2: today it'll be the Sage of the Tri-County area. How's that? Good morning, Rusty. How you doing, man? good 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 yeah. i'm very excited
1: about today's show uh today in in studio with us today is uh one of my very favorite people i've met in comedy uh huge fan been wanting to get her on from early on our schedules did not link up for the longest time but i am very happy to have farai Gatura Ooh.
2: with us today
1: awesome.
3: so hey, I did i do that right i'm doing all right dean thanks for having me hey rusty <laughs> how you doing
2: i'm okay good well, it's good to meet you by the way i mean you know you bring these people in here you don't tell me i don't have dinner ready the house isn't clean yeah. i I, uh, I
1: know our newsfeed. feed, <laughs> news feed is
2: going crazy because yeah anyway um, anyway but
1: welcome in good to Thank see you. you it's
3: nice to be here
1: so for uh, how long have you been doing comedy
3: um, I started doing comedy in November 2016, so about, it'll be four years in, um, in November.
1: Four years coming up in November.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I thought it would have been a lot longer than that, to be honest with you.
3: Um, it, you know, when I stop and think about it, it's like, well, four years, it doesn't seem like that much, but it's, um, I guess when you, when I think about, like, all that's happened, it seems like yeah. an age. It's it's weird.
1: Yeah, well, you've got a presence on stage. It seems, it just seems like you've been doing it a lot longer. You just seem, yeah, you do. You seem. It uh, um I don't know. Just I. I, as I told somebody else. Uh, uh, it was someone I worked with when I was. I was trying to show my helium video they saw her video on my feed and that's all they want to talk about was fried <laughs> and i was like you know i got a video on there he's like hey, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> but did you hear that part for i said and i was like yeah but but i've got a video on there too <laughs> but the uh, like i told him i said man he's like i can listen to her i can listen to her tell stories all day and i was like yeah i've noticed that it's your tone of voice it's it's i telling you i could sit back and and you could read a driver's manual to me <laughs>
3: I love reading those, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> good read. <laughs>
1: so, what, like, what got you in there? Like, what brought you to stage? What? Um,
3: it, that's uh, an interesting question. I actually, uh, growing up, I've always kind of kept journals and books that I just would write random things in. And um, once I moved, I moved to South Bend. I want to say 2009, um, and I just didn't do much except work um, and I heard about the Drop Comedy Club and I was like some of the stuff I could maybe tell on stage yeah. um, and I went out to an open mic um, it was uh, in November I, I, the date slips me now right. but I got up on a Tuesday um told jokes really poorly and you know got off and i was like wow the light i remember the lights being really bright like and i actually saying that in my set like wow these lights are bright <laughs> and then um just you know that was it and i've kind of been going to mics and stuff ever so since.
2: The, dro- the drop was what was your first mic
3: yes the drop was my first mic yeah I'm telling
2: that, you. it's kind of cool you come from like a sort of a literary background and into this
3: yeah, kind of. Um, writing has always kind of been the thing that I just kind of start with, and then whatever else spawns from that. Yeah, that's kind of cool.
1: What um, what who who would you, who were like your early inspirations?
3: Um, comedy wise or yeah. writing? Um, I always liked Wanda Sykes. Um, I liked Chris Rock. Growing up, I watched yeah. a lot of the Chappelle Show. Um, David Spade, like yeah. his. A lot of his movies and Chris Farley. Like when I watched them at the time, I wasn't even aware of that these were like comedy icons. Right. Like Chris Farley, I didn't know any of his SNL stuff right. growing up, but I watched some of his movies and I was like, "This, um, <laughs> this dude is hilarious." And um, that's kind of those were kind of like the early people that I kind of just got into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: I was big in that that was a '90s. I would say uh, uh, SNL where you had Sandler with the in the uh you know the turkey songs and and uh, the Farley and the, playing the Lunch Lady Phil Hartman I was a big Phil Hartman fan uh like that that back I used to I used to say now I I uh, say but when Live was good I was a big
2: fan <laughs> But the uh, but it was I, good a long time before it was that too t- It t- was D. too. I, it I can tell you about that yeah. when we sit around and talk I should about it the say old days the
1: last of the really good, <laughs> siren live is what I should say, but the um, Chris Rock was one of mine. Oh man, yeah, yeah. like he, he was on his HBO specials. Like, like it, you know, if I had to, if I had to cut a kid to get to watch one of the specials, <laughs> like there, like like that was a big deal. Yeah, if uh, like uh, my buddy Ricky Ashcraft's dad at HBO and. Um, he was pretty lenient as to uh, what we were, we could get into. So that was one of the big highlights at right. Ricky's house was yeah. we were getting to watch these. And I and I remember um, Gary Shandling, I think, was on there back in the day a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. on HBO.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot. But uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah.
2: Big time, man. Big time, big Chris Rock fan. Well, you know, what's funny to me, though, is everybody was had any, Is there anybody that Dave Chappelle hasn't influenced either? I mean, he's becoming that
1: guy I, you know you, it's hard honestly to, and currently it's hard it, it'd be harder to find a bigger name yeah. than chappelle oh, and that guy took off uh he took his time off mm. and came back and immediately was the number one draw <laughs> right the minute he appeared and even like when, if you heard his early comedy right when he came back he was rusty for chappelle he was rusty but yeah. but he Still has a it. he has a camp uh, he just did. He just did a some Chappelle camp. Steve Frito went. Okay. And uh, Burr was there. And, uh, man, I a list of names that were... Mm. Yeah. It was like an outdoor... Uh, I'm not sure where it was. It was, Fest. It was a fest.
3: Camp fest.
1: fest. Yeah. They, it was like a comedy camp.
2: Mm. Yeah,
3: sounds cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. I wish I have known about it. Well, prior. But... <laughs> so where do you get your idea... I mean, where, where, is, where does your stuff come from? Is it just observations or
3: um a lot of it is observations um i i grew up um in zimbabwe that's where i was born and raised and so when i moved here i found myself just like in this very different world like there were things that were that didn't take me a long time to adapt to, but there were I, I just found myself being like this kind of fringe yeah. outsider. Yeah. Um and even when I was in Zimbabwe, like in my own country that I was born in, there were just things that I found myself like on the outside off and looking in and just I would write from there. Um and some of it is just I, I couldn't where it comes <laughs> from um it's just um I I like I there's jokes that I have about organ harvesting I like, I've never seen anything about that that could inform a f- joke about organ harvesting like I don't know where that's from <laughs> so <laughs> well
1: see I like I, like, I like I think it's our it's a uh, what is it the writer's prerogative to take the headline and go wherever I want with it like, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not a I'm not a news organization okay I, so. <laughs> right. I'm
2: intrigued now I, I, I'm trying to figure out how you can make organ harvesting funny <laughs> harvesting. Uh, just that's a uh, now, how did you land? How did you land
1: here? Did, did you have family up here?
3: Um, so, born and raised in Zimbabwe, and then um, after high school, I had done uh, quite well, and so I have. I had a sister who was um, already in the United States, and she helped me come here for college, and um, I've just been working and. Now has going about she, has since she then. seen any of your comedy? I think she's seen a video or two, but never live. No, see,
1: that's the same with ninety nine percent of my family too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah never family, live.
3: Family is weird. I, <laughs> for a long time, was like, should I even tell them that I do comedy? Right, in? right. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I'll tell strangers, but I don't know.
1: What is it? Joe Coy said. He says to uh, his mom. When he told his mom, <laughs> she said, she said, who told you you were funny, Joseph? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah i have found uh i found that you know i uh you know i i, I call them if the if the show's gonna be in their hometown uh, that's what that's my that's where i don't know say hey i'll be out and um they usually don't come <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you you get around for thanksgiving don't talk about funny things around her she's got this thing going on and <laughs> you you're like the pariah at thanksgiving dinner um <laughs>
3: I I I believe so. I think I'm the, <laughs> Yeah. Are they
1: pretty conservative? Yeah. yeah.
3: Um I remember when I per- posted a video um I can't remember what show it was, but I put it on um it might have even been an open mic, but I put it on Facebook and not everyone was happy with it. They, the subject material wasn't to their liking and stuff. So it was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know. So um, it's been a while since we've all been gathered together, just like the whole family there. Um, right now, I just get it kind of from individual people, like, well, you know, but, but, you know, to their credit, there are some of my family members, some cousins, some uncles and whatnot that are very supportive and they're just like, wow, we, yeah. didn't know but I like have, if it's yeah you I've know, seen
1: some of them showing you some love on yeah Facebook. for sure like cool. so I don't want to
3: uh I think maybe I just defer to that because that's you know for whatever reason that sticks out more it's like oh, I don't want to disappoint people but <laughs> um but you know I have a lot of people in my family that are that just knew me as a kid and right. like this makes sense that you're doing this yeah. because you used to do silly things all the time and it just you know. a lot of
1: a lot of <laughs> yeah. i found too is a lot of family i don't think totally understand the art
2: of well they don't get how hard them. it is first of all yeah they think oh you just get up in front of people yeah, do it
1: yeah there's a do a, there's, it once there's a lot of work too. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah but i i could just see grandma looking around at your things, you yeah. He di- he's into comedy, you know. Just leave him alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Don't ask him anything Don't too difficult. Don't worry about what he said. He's into
1: comedy. Yeah, he's just a joker. <laughs> a well, like I, I talked about, um, even when things like, maybe even especially when things go well, you, you know, you get up, you drive. Uh, after long hours of work, you drive to this thing. And when you're doing the show. Like you're pouring a lot into it. There's a lot more, like physically, you're pouring into oh, yeah. it than than I think you even realize. And to, and then, so if it goes well, you kind of ride that high for a while. But when you when you get back home, man, you crash out coma man. like, and it takes you days. Or I'm I'm I don't know. I'm 42, and I still suffer from the old like, I, like I'm afraid I'm going to disappoint them if I post this or whatnot. But then I decide, you know, I'm 42. These people are all going to die soon. Yo. Yeah, so I just might as well just go yeah, with it.
2: Oregon harvesting and dead relatives. Wow, yeah. What a wonderful show this is. Cheery.
1: <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny you mentioned that, because I did want to share a story I found with Farai here. Now, Farai and I have um, some similar, uh, and most funny people I know have some sort of similar uh, background in retail. <coughs> They've spent a little bit of time doing it. So I found this story out of Brazil, and... Uh, I'll just, get, I'll just read the headline. Supermarket covers dead worker with umbrellas for four hours so the Ooh, shop can stay open. <laughs> oh, so a... Uh, Where was that again? This was in Brazil. The okay. worker identified by his wife died after suffering a heart attack <gasps> in the Carrefour supermarket on August 14th. Uh, the then manager of the year... <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of closing the store, ordered uh, uh, workers to stack four large umbrellas around the bodies along with large stacks of boxes so that he wouldn't disturb the customers as oh, they continued to shop.
3: Golly gosh. <laughs> oh, that is customer service to That's... Never mind this going on here, like... You get You're your like? Do you like this guy?
1: Maybe, maybe it was this guy's last wish. Maybe he was like, "Oh, I can't feel my left side," and he falls, and he's like, "Get an ambulance." He says, "No, John,
3: no. There's only
1: four hours left on the two for five
3: deal." <laughs> you think like, that's how it went? Uh, only uh. two hours left. <laughs>
2: Oh man. Oh, man. This is we so got to power through this. We got to power through this. Through this is Black Friday, team. Wow. We
1: can't,
2: the whole season relies on this. <laughs> He'd have wanted it this
1: way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I pledge to have a new vending machine put into the break room with in honor of Harold. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, now that that would be cool if they do put a plaque oh. up on that site. Oh,
1: that 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 has like a ca- cappuccino a little thing out of it. You know, we <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
2: alright oh, we're no. we're really flying now. Now dead shoppers. I got to uh, say another good one.
1: <laughs> I got to say having worked through the pandemic, I kind of agree that that's we're only one step behind that as it is.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, it's eh.
1: You used to have a theory on uh, what should be available for Walmart employees. Then what was that again?
3: Uh complimentary bongs. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean COVID went and messed all that up Yeah, but, you she know. had it she had it
1: in set she was right. She'd be right corporate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. So it's fine. Listen, into it. listen, yeah. you know, this is, a, this is a small town radio station. Everything falls apart at some point. <laughs> okay. And everything That's is apart. That's encouraging. Okay. <laughs> Not a big deal. Not, Not a big deal. You're, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. This is, this is I'm not. just happy it was disinfected before oh. the show. I, 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 I got rid of my, my responsibility. I disinfected it. So. Yeah, out there in Radio Land, yeah. some
1: uh, part of Fry's mic just... The puff screen, it's just not essential. Not essential. Yeah. That's It's
2: definitely not essential. It's, not fell essential. Fell yeah. it's, it's a very essential
3: on brand thing. for 2020, though. Is like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big things fall apart, yeah. little things. Yeah,
2: everything. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, man. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> We are. We got some tomatoes growing in our garden. That's a bonus. You do? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been hitting up the. little... I thought they were going to be the. We forgot which ones we planted where. Right. So it was like, eh. So there's these tomatoes in there. The beefsteak tomatoes are oh. supposed to be huge. So these they start coming up. I'm like, yeah. It's all cherry tomatoes that's coming up. It's oh. just they turn. They get. They're getting. Start getting. Then they turn red. And I'm like, wait, why? Why is it red already?
2: Are so you, you a, sure you planted them in the right spot? I mean, yeah,
1: and then she she planted some uh, Russian. Uh, they're called like uh, uh, mammoth Russian sunflowers. They can grow like thirty feet. Okay. Holy yeah. Yet another Russian invasion that wasn't <laughs> cleared through me, and the uh, so the things keep leaning. So one of the kids had stuck a step stool. <laughs> <laughs> a step stool at the foot of this thing to keep it up and I was like it, nature has chosen and I'm pretty sure an old timey judge too here <laughs> after being found guilty I, I kick the stool out and the sunflower after falls sunflower over falls. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was an ongoing thing there for a while they kept propping it back up and I kept kicking the stool back I just don't <laughs> like the sunflower no it's that if it, if it has fallen it has given up there's no there's no there's no like resurrecting uh there's no power of attorney like bring me back. It's not DNR that's, for the flowers. Yeah, that's yeah. not how this happens. It's a uh this is this goes. Nature's chosen.
2: It could just be old. It's Russian. Shouldn't even
1: be here. Okay. Ah. It's probably the right. free American air right. that's that's wilting it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh you're working uh you're working now, you're working uh at the great uh
3: The great the, old post office. Yeah. For the government. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I work for the post office out in Mishawaka. Uh, it's D- I'm a mail carrier.
2: Yeah. Yes. Do they give you a badge? No hearing? badge, no. I feel like they should. Yeah. They give you a sidearm. What is that? Gun. Oh. <laughs> <my gosh. laughs> Well, I mean, you know, you are an officer. You probably ought to carry your now, weapon. Now, is it, is
1: it true, like, so when you start mail-carrying that they purposely put you in, like, just the worst neighborhoods?
3: Um, I think it depends uh, which area you're carrying. In some places, it's just a touch-and-go type of situation where it's, like, whatever fresh meat comes in the door, you're getting the brunt off everything. <laughs> um but when i started um not there aren't too many terribly bad neighborhoods yeah. where i carry so i didn't face that but i know some there's definitely carriers in other cities that i'm friends with that have horror stories and they just got sent to the sticks on day one, and oh, never yeah. came back.
1: I've heard, I've heard legends of like the post office. Like, see, so they'll send you to the worst spot, and then they won't even you won't even have a uniform yet. They will give you like a paper name badge, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even belong there. You just got a sack of
2: stuff.
3: Yeah, when you first start, yeah, you don't get like a uniform allowance, and that was terrifying for me when I started because I started like late like november december thereabouts and i had you know nothing to identify me as a postal worker and i was doing packages and they didn't have like uh, an official vehicle for me like with the so it was just you know me showing up to people's homes with packages sometimes without to knock on their door and they're like who is this weird mother like who is this person i'm terrified like yeah, I, I feel like they could, like, give me a shirt hey or yo, something, you know?
1: Like. I just
3: found this box
1: in Leroy's car.
3: Right. <laughs> I'm just going to set it on your porch. I want to deliver it to
2: you. Just a hat would be nice. Just
1: a hat. <laughs> that's what right. These are the stories i heard is that they're just like, okay... All right, let's get in an unmarked van and then just pull up to some neighborhood and randomly
2: kick some guy out with a bag of goods. That's what I'm thinking is this is a perfect storm of misunderstanding. Absolutely. That's the best way I've heard it put. It really is. I mean, if I see somebody... As you said, driving around in an unmarked van in my neighborhood, yeah. and they've got a bag with them, and yeah. there's no, and I'm and
1: no, no. This. It'd, be, it'd be like a video game, <laughs> though. If people accost you, you just start whipping out bills and throwing them at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, that
2: just—I—I I don't know that I would agree to do that. high score. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you—you you know the the neighborhood dogs got to get to know you. When's the last time you've gotten something in the mail that wasn't asking you for money?
3: I—I I, I can't answer that. All I get is people asking me for money. It's yeah. their money, but you know I get it. I owe them that. No, wait <laughs> Stop asking me. You'll get it.
2: Mm. Yeah. Do, do you ever read other people's mail? I mean, am I am I asking too big a question? No, nah, no, nah, you're it? fine. <laughs>
3: I I don't, and I can assure you that no I, one how are we get so much like it's it's no one is doing that. Wait,
2: what, what mail to read? Oh, Linda's getting the oh, best coupons. This, look, this looks like a card. I better see if uh, Grandma uh, gave me something. Hey, I was just. Curious. Well, you still have you
1: still have the old like like I the other day I, I was sending a money order, and then of course you know I I look over both shoulders and then I grab the navy recruiting like uh, little thing at the at right. the. Um, yeah. at the <laughs> at the mail office and, I'm, and I wrap my money order in it so you can't tell it's a money order. Like, there's somebody to this day like sitting in a room holding them up for the light. have you know? the money order? <laughs> Just digging like, in 18,000 of these things flipping through every second and like, there's some guy going... What Manu for twenty five years.
3: <laughs>
2: That's a fifty dollar bill. <laughs> I still do it. And oh, I, I say I still do that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling us yeah. we're, we're f- afraid for absolutely no reason? Yeah. Okay. I'm amazed it all gets there.
3: It's a really complex system like uh, it's seeing it from the inside the processing and the way they set that up I I have a lot of respect for everything that came before me because that place is it's it's crazy what? <laughs> yeah I don't yeah, I yeah
1: they, <laughs> there's very few other jobs that's had as many shooters that come from within <laughs> Usually it's someone from the outside, but not in the mail shooting industry.
2: Okay, I'm, I'm wanting to get the inside of the mail. So, do you, can you see it in those guys' eyes when you you think they're just gonna? That's it. <laughs> oh, I... it's, it's, it's got to be in, Christmas, right? Yeah, in, in my day, that was a that was a thing. <laughs> Going postal. Now, was what do you do the, with what do you do with? The the, have
1: you been there through a, through a holiday?
3: Yeah, I've been there through the. Holidays what what do even? they
1: do with all the the ones that are marked in North Pole?
3: Oh see I just toss them in the giant bin and they go to get sorted somewhere else they I don't know, I don't know. for the North Pole mail
1: I know Santa Claus Indiana if you write the city of Santa Claus Indiana like they hand oh, out Jake, those letters yeah. and they try to they try to write you back
3: oh like the the one yeah I, I've heard of people doing that where they'll take it and write back like
2: they're Santa now and it I'm
1: seems like a dangerous saying. prospect letting your kid just write strangers
2: then just do it online well, I know that's what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> they We don't need mail anymore yeah. we've streamlined that whole process yeah. for the offender yeah, <laughs> yeah. streamlined the process yep
1: that's true we don't have to
2: worry about mail it's anymore it's not even it's not even for
1: the offender like you could type in a part number in a chicken bikini clad it'll come up <laughs> as one of the one of the search engines and you're like well, I, I literally am looking for a starter <laughs> yeah Man. But all you, you know, all you need to do is just see throw a couple of umbrellas over it, stack some boxes. I would love to have seen the look on those employees' faces
2: when he's like, "Juan,
1: go back and get all those boxes from the produce truck earlier." And um, you, uh, Linda, uh, go and open up that umbrella display—the uh, the green one that blends right in. Uh, bring four or five of those over here, and uh, Craig, go get the mop bucket. And, uh, <laughs> I, I can't even. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh. Oh, and then we got we, we had a, we had another news story. I was going to run by you here. Um, this one I found, uh, uh, which ironically, I read the entire article twice, and it, it never tells you exactly how tall his mohawk is. Minnesota man secures Guinness World Record for world's tallest mohawk.
3: Whoa!
1: And now he drives. He rides a motorcycle. <laughs> And uh, and it says that he did fall short of having the tallest spike. The tallest individual spike is 44 inches. So they said he fell just short of that. So I'm gonna say around 40 inches is this guy's mohawk. 40 inches tall. What? What? Why? Get his book, man. Get his book. World well, I guess
2: Records. I don't understand the mechanics of a mohawk, and wouldn't in the spike? Wouldn't that count as the?
1: Well, yeah, the top well, one, no, like because there's the spikes. Right, people can have spikes up, and then he's got a he's got a mohawk. His his tallest spike is short of being the tallest spike, but he had the tallest mohawk. This is it's a whole category, man. This the judges. I guess I I
2: don't. You're gonna have
1: to argue. So Guinness. somebody else
3: has a taller spike. Has somewhere. a spike, yeah. Has at
1: least a Just spike a of spike, hair,
3: but not the overall. Yeah. Or mohawk. he might
1: have. He might have multiple spikes. Like all over, you know, but one of those spikes is forty-four inches. Uh, I guess I'm just not a. Mohawk what's this guy's fancier. name? Um, <laughs> um, know, Joseph. <laughs> Ro-
3: How are you called Joseph with mo- like that? That I, you should be Phoenix, <laughs> should, like with an F E or something. You like, should be you know.
1: Ragnar. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, you're Joseph with a Mohawk <laughs> like
1: that. He probably goes by Joey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Joe.
1: Uh, he's Joey Grissomore uh And we were just talking about. He goes, "Well, then somebody else is going to take it, so he won't be able to have it for long." And I go, "Man, he's had to have that thing for years in order to get to this point." Yeah, but there are people
2: coming up behind him, man. Now, <laughs>
3: <laughs> when I was, and then they, that you, that's competitive, like the world of
2: sharp mohawks. <laughs> well, like
3: you said, that was certainty. Well,
1: <laughs> well, there is like the the finger, the the fingernail guy right but his, his hands useless his fingernails are so long but still he, he's in that book i guess i don't know fingernail guy either. oh yeah mohawk guinness man book. and man, fingernail when, I was, guy. when i was a kid when i go to the library at the elementary school i would check out the guinness book of world records yeah. religiously every year they come out you'd be like
2: "Ooh, i got a new one you flip through it and be like that guy
1: still got the fingernail record <laughs> the fingernail
2: oh, the fingernail record. Do
3: they end up curling the fingernails? Yeah, they like do. They... they do. They
1: all they all grow together. It's this hideous thing that oh, makes one hand unusable, but I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's some Guinness money involved. I don't know.
3: I I, I wonder what that paycheck is. I can't imagine it's like much. it's much.
1: Yeah. Got to be something. I... It's got, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just the notoriety. I
3: guess. I guess.
1: Because I was, I used to, when I was a kid, I would look at this and I'd be like, how do we know that's officially the longest? There could be some guy in a village somewhere
2: that's blown you all actually, that away. You would actually do conspiracy theories about the Guinness, Guinness Book World yeah, oh yeah. I think you're connected.
1: You're connected. That's how you get in that thing.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. We had an interesting I, child I, <laughs> I
1: should have gotten I had the most satisfying sleep in history <laughs> and uh, nobody believes me because Guinness won't write me back <laughs> the most satisfying sleep in history <laughs> my uh, uncle Harold was the most dedicated grocer man <laughs> in Brazil <New Zealand. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> record profits that guy record profits oh man We'd be here in a meeting, and he'd say, we're going to break last year's record. somebody would be like, over my dead body. And he'd be like, you better believe it, buddy.
2: That's what (laughs) shakes. Oh, man. Uh, Do you guys ever have rim shots at shows for him so he can have that Uh, thing going on? I don't
1: really do the one-liners. We got some guys that can do some one-liners that are good. But uh, I wish I had more. Because there's a lot of times when I've got... Like, because, like, my shortest joke is, like, 30 seconds. Like, I don't have anything that's just... It's
2: a talent, man. I know. It's a talent. It's a, it is a talent. It's definitely a talent. Mitch,
1: uh, Mitch Hepberg was... Uh, that guy could just pump him out, and, and, and I panic. I panic. Any kind of silence? Like, I'm trying to learn to deal with the silence, like, mm. pauses, and I can't...
3: Yeah, like I watch back sometimes some of my old stuff, and it's like, let the audience laugh and just have a break yeah. before going on because it's just so into the next thing. And well, I think
1: part of the problem is is that when you're always given the shorter times, right? So like I'm yeah. always trying to crunch.
3: Yeah. Like if you
1: give me 20, then I can sit back and relax more. But like when I'm when I'm rolling on 10, I'm usually I'm.
3: Right. You got to get it out. Yeah, you got to
1: get. out. I got to get the punchlines out, man.
3: Yeah. Gotta
1: get it out. All right. Fry. Oh. I want to thank you so much for coming in.
3: Hey, it was really <coughs> wonderful. Thank you for having me.
2: Light me at five. Light me at five. Five. Light me at five. <laughs>